Live on the Freak Radio Network, rulers of the motorsports empire, broadcasting live from the Lucas Oil Studios, Budweiser, the king of beers, presents Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, with Kenny Sargent and his freaking pit crew, Stat Man Carruthers. We ain't going nowhere, baby. And the baddest bitch to wrap it around two wheels, Crash Gladys. Mmm, hello there. First, to welcome you to the Freak Nation, baby. Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent. Your freaking hotline, 8669 Freaks. That's 866-937-3257. Got your email, pitcrew at speedfreaks.tv. That's pitcrew at speedfreaks.tv. Also, your text, email, excuse me, text FREAK to 25827. Text the word FREAK to clubs. That's 25827. Going to get into those texts here momentarily. Coming up in the next two hours, Johnny Benson, NASCAR Truck Series winner from ORP. That's O'Reilly Raceway Park there in Indianapolis. He's going to be here in the Speed Freaks pits. Johnny Benson, he's been in here the last, what, three out of the last five weeks? Something like that, Crasher? Hey, there's my microphone. Besides the time that we had off, which we had two weeks off around the 4th of July holiday. Yeah, it's been three out of the last five live shows. So... Johnny Benson should just be sitting next to Statman right now. The number of the times this guy's been in here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's the fourth freak. He's going to have a, uh, a sticker on his modified car, so he's an official freak anyway. That Some is bitch, a good point. He, I don't. I bet he didn't even have it on yet. No, I bet he does. You think so? Maybe that's why he. Uh, he said he did. I oh no, he's I, had it on for years. Uh, you're right, though. This is the new car. This new is the new car. Yeah. Oh, he said he had it on, so I I choose to believe Johnny B. <laughs> also coming up in the Speed Freaks pits, your fourth place finisher. A gentleman that a lot of folks are saying wouldn't get in the top 20 for the IndyCar race up at Edmonton. Your former champ car champion, car champion, Paul Tracy, will be here in the Speed Freaks pits. Also, your winner from Sonoma, California, NHRA top fuel winner, ahead of the pack by about 6,000 points. Tony Schumacher should be here in the Speed Freaks pits. Won the Western Swing. He won all three events, Denver, Seattle, and Sonoma. Yeah, Bitch! So Tony Schumacher, he should be. Exactly. That's that's the rest that's, of the competitors that's going. What everybody else is saying. <laughs> yeah. Not that they're saying the B word. <laughs> yeah, but but of course the big news coming out of NASCAR this afternoon was, and Brad Doherty had it succinct, said it succinctly when he said Finally. this was like a heat race in Indianapolis, a series of heat races. Yeah. yeah. It oh, was yeah. it was like that. Every ten laps, you stop and scratch and and uh, go back and race again. You know, it was so tedious to watch. I it was can't awful. imagine. I can't imagine what it was like to drive in it. You know. Oh, well, exactly. What we're talking about, Freak Nation. If you did not see the Cup race there at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the Goodyear tires failed, failed enormously, tremendously. Whatever word you want to use, to the point where NASCAR issued. Competition yellows about every 10 laps? Every 10 laps, yeah. During, Unless after, there wasn't another reason for a caution. No, there was about the, there a few of those the last three or four was every 10 laps. And there was mm-hmm. a couple early, like there was a, a yellow at 10. So then they moved it to the the uh, first caution was at 14. Then they, they moved it. It was roughly every 10 laps. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's what they had planned on. The actual longest green flag stint in the race, 
12 laps. So what the point I don't think was, that's ever happened before. The point is this, that Pathetic. the Goodyear tires failed the car of yesterday, the car of tomorrow, the car of today. There evidently was no testing with this car, with all the manufacturers, in these type of conditions yeah, exactly. at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. There was some testing back in April. But under these conditions, July at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, it's almost night and day from when they tested in April. So the the problem they ran into is the right rear tire, the majority of these cars, was going out. A few drivers, Kyle Busch, Matt Kenseth, Juan Montoya, the right rear tire blew up. It blew up. Took the whole quarter panel and part of the oh, frame yeah. off of Kenseth's car. And they had put him into the garage and he had to rebuild the car practically. And this was probably, what, four laps after the announcer said, oh, by far the best setup of the day, Matt Kenseth. He's one to watch. And he blows up. Well, the curious thing about it was that when they had the test in April, now whether or not they were invited, it didn't show up. And I don't think that was the case. But there were no Fords at that test in April. There was a Toyota for A.J. Allmendinger. There was a Chevrolet. Dale Jr. was in the Chevrolet and a Mopar with Kurt Busch. But there were no Fords at that test in April. And uh, Jack Roush has been livid about that. And uh, you can see how uh, the impact that uh, that it's had. Of course, everybody had the problem with that right rear tire and some on the front right tire. Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sarge at Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. We're talking about the debacle that happened at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. No, we're not talking about Formula One back in 2005 where they had the problem with the tires. We're talking about <laughs> Eerie NASCAR. familiarity, though. We're talking about NASCAR and what happened with the tires. It was essentially heat races of about 10, 11 laps where each time – the NASCAR called the competition yellow. The teams, if they chose so, to come in and pit and change tires. Yeah, so trophy ha- dashes. That's what mm-hmm. they were. Exactly. Trophy yeah. You have approximately 10 laps. I mean, it varied, obviously. 10 laps of green, six or seven laps of yellow. It was awful for the fans to watch. Mm-hmm. Absolutely awful. I mean, granted, we could say, oh, I wish F1 would have done this, because like Statman and I were talking about, this is what F1 would have had to have done back in 2005 to keep a race going. And instead, F1 just pulled out, well, everybody on Bridgestone, Michelin pulled out completely. But it's just, it's still, it's pathetic. I'm sorry. There's no excuse for no testing. No excuse in my mind. Now, if you see the tires, and we're we're watching ESPN right now here in the Lucas Oil Studios. If you see the tires, when they pulled them off the car 10, 11 laps into it, it looked like the cars had been on there for 80 laps on some tracks. Yeah. I mean, to, th- to think that that kind of damage could have been done after only 10 laps, uh, it, it's unthinkable. It's unconscionable to, to have a tire like that. Uh, normally, you on a, on a set of tires, you go 30, 35 laps like a tank of, tank of fuel, and uh, they have no problems with them. Uh, but... You know, I, I don't know what uh, Goodyear was thinking about. I hope at some point somebody answers to this oh, because yeah. you know if if they if they decided not to test for economic reasons, then somebody needs to answer for that because it, it was just it was hideously poor planning uh, this with this event. Sucks. Again, Statman Crash. I'm Kenny Sargent. Your freaking hotline eighty six sixty nine freaks. Email pit crew at speedfreaks.tv and text text the word freak to two five eight two seven. Text the word freak to clubs or two five eight two seven. Some other topics out there in the motorsports world: Danica Patrick, Marco Andretti, Marco Andretti taking out Danica Patrick. Hope you saw that at Edmonton yesterday afternoon. Also, Dario Franchitti. Well, not a former driver with Ganassi. What? Kind of, just might be a former driver series. with Ganassi. Uh, Dario Franchitti, your former IndyCar champion, Indy 500 champion, of course, was 
wasn't really demoted. His sponsorship was taken away from his cup car. And, well, okay, let's say that. He was demoted to the Nationwide Series. He says he's going to stick around with Ganassi. Also, SMI, which is Bruton Smith's company, which owns Texas Motor Speedway, Las Vegas, Sonoma, Atlanta, and other other tracks, announced this week they're going to get deep and and heavy into NHRA, which is a good thing for the NHRA because Bruton Smith, as we've said in this in Lucas Oil Studios a number of times, it's Ringling Brothers and Barnum of Bailey Circus, one of the greatest promoters ever, Bruton Smith, getting involved with the NHRA. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to throw a lot of those things out there, including something else that happened Friday night. Was it Friday night with Tony Stewart at ORP or was it oh. Thursday night? I that? believe it was Thursday night. The more I think about it, when he, he kind of hit another photographer. Yeah, supposedly Tony Stewart went after, not a photographer, he went after a NASCAR official oh, that wouldn't geez. release one of his, again, I, I want to say it was it was Thursday night because, yes, it was Thursday night. That's when the midgets and the silver crowns ran yes. at ORP. So it was Thursday night, supposedly, allegedly, Tony Stewart Pushes a NASCAR official that what? wouldn't release one of his drivers in the pits for some reason. Again, you can, you can catch it on the internet. Some reason, I think it was Levi Jones or was it Tracy Hines? One of his drivers. Damn it, I'm getting all convoluted here. Tony Stewart, edit again, pushing a NASCAR official. You punch in Tony Stewart and you sack, <laughs> and it will come up about Tony Stewart. Now in the Speed Freaks pits, let's get back to some NASCAR. I, I guess it's good to have you back here in the Freak Nation. Oh yeah. Would you please welcome NASCAR Truck Series winner from ORP, O'Reilly Raceway Park, Johnny Benson. What's up, JB? Oh, same thing as last week. <laughs> yeah, it's good talking to you. Thanks for coming in. We'll see you, Johnny. No. Yeah, that's all right. That's good, man. <laughs> hey, yeah, it was. Hey, I was at ORP uh, Thursday night. Uh, yeah, that was that was that was kind of a big deal. I mean, I got to I, I maybe not side on Tony on the pushing, and I don't think it was a NASCAR official. I think it was USAC, but um, it uh, he had his their car, Tracy Hines, ready to rock and roll and go on the racetrack, and they chose not to push him out. And I thought that that was pretty wrong. I think there's a lot of fans pretty uh, upset the fact that they uh, they were ready to go on the track within the rules they normally do, and they uh, they didn't send him out. So because I, you know, Tracy Hines has been a part of our. Our, our truck to series of things of this nature. And, of course, he got hurt and he hasn't been back in. And uh, great, great guy. So I, I kind of hated to see him do that to him. We've got Johnny Benson here in the Speed Freaks pits talking about the incident with Tony Stewart at O'Reilly Raceway Park in Indianapolis. Crash, go ahead. I want to know, Johnny Benson, what were you doing at IRP Thursday night? I would love to hear that you were just kicking back, having fun. I was. I was out in uh, California on Tuesday and Wednesday for Toyota Certified Used Vehicles. Uh, annual meeting out there so we did a little go-kart race and did a little golf um had a little fun so we flew back we flew in i think we landed at five o'clock at uh indianapolis there and you know what you get to run a car and you go straight to the racetrack so that's what we did and uh kind of hung out there and watched the uh the midget race and uh and the silver crown race up in the trd toyota suite so we had we had fun it was good times Ooh, you're a vip johnny I, I VIP'd it. Well, actually, I, I did the pits for a while. I hung out there for a good bit, uh, cruised around, saw some people that I knew, and talked to them for a little bit. But uh, right at the time that uh, the race was going to start, I went up there in the nice comforts of air conditioning and <laughs> food and beverages. Johnny Benson, NASCAR Truck Series winner from O'Reilly Raceway Park in Indianapolis. Did you see Tony Stewart push the USAC official? No, I didn't see that part. I, I saw what was happening down there. I didn't know, you know, I figured Tony would be down there somewhere, but um, 
I, I saw some commotion down there and stuff like that. And, <laughs> and like I say, they had a right to be mad. They, they got the car down there uh, like they normally do. I, I'd seen them push one or two out before. And it was like they decided that they weren't going to send him out when they should have. And, mm. and uh, so, I mean, I, he had, a, he, he had a, uh, a really good reason to be really bad. Maybe not, maybe not to the shoving aspect, but I, I think that the guy wasn't listening to him. And I, from what I understand, he just knocked his radio off his head so he could listen to him. But it, uh, you know, but that, it, they, you know, beside the point, the point is that the, you know, it, it could have been avoided probably. So Johnny Benson, Craftsman Truck Series winner at the ORP on uh, uh, when was that Friday? Yeah, Friday night was a lot more fun, I can tell you that. Yeah, so uh, we're going to ignore the fact that you were in Southern California for a couple days and didn't contact the freaks. Yeah, and thanks. we're going to we're going to talk about your golf game. Is that uh, are you single digit or double digit uh, 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 handicap? Well, I, I'm definitely handicapped, and I mean, I can can shoot off a 77. I mean, I think that's good. But um, wait, 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 ho, ho, ho! Mm-hmm. You mean you're a you're a scratch golfer, Johnny Benson? Well, you know, but when I go to the back nine, I just kind of adds a little bit more to the score. So <laughs> it um, my numbers don't look as good once I do the second half of the deal. Got it loose. Johnny Benson, NASCAR Truck Series winner from O'Reilly Raceway Park there in Indianapolis, and Johnny. The news coming out of Indianapolis, of course, all day today was the 10-lap heat races at Indianapolis Motor Speedway with the NASCAR race and, of course, the Goodyear tires. Why wouldn't, yeah. why wouldn't NASCAR test those cars of today around, around IMS when the weather is more applicable to what it was today and, and try and prevent such a debacle that happened? Well, I think you probably know that you can't control the weather, so you're you know you do your test when you do your test and uh you're right i I mean i was coming back from ohio today and listened part of it on the radio so i mean i feel for one i feel for the 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 guys that had to run the race i feel for nascar in this particular point uh obviously uh good year but more importantly the fans i mean they you know whether they got cheated out of a race or not don't tell me who won because i haven't seen it yet and then uh and it's just you know it had to have been a a really miserable day for sure but when, you know, I mean, my my thing is is that I think they did a great job on on everything that they're doing. But you know, th- that type of car on that type of racetrack, center of gravity is eight inches higher than the old car. It's got no left side weight. You're looking to have trouble. I don't care. I, I don't care how much engineering good you brought there. I think they would have had a tire problem no matter what happened, just because of the speeds are so fast. And um, but you're right. I mean, some some. Uh, wasn't as prepared as they needed to be, but we had. I tell you what, Goodyear brought an awesome tire for us Friday night, and <laughs> you know, no problems. We had a good time, and obviously, we won the race. And uh, and one of my guys looked at me and says, "Man, he says, you know, that that wasn't too bad for an old guy." I said, "Hey, it wasn't like I passed some young kid either." <laughs> so, Johnny Benson, do you think some people are saying that if they ran a companion race like the trucks or the uh, nationwide cars? at uh, the Indianapolis Speedway that it would help lay down more rubber on the track. You think you ought to move from ORP to uh, the Speedway in order to help that process? Oh, I think I'd love to. I mean, we, I think we ought to run Friday night at ORP and then go over there Saturday and run the race over at the big track. I'd go for that. But you know what? They ran 160 laps and then put any rubber on the racetrack, so I don't think uh, a short race like ours would have done any difference. So I don't. I, that wouldn't have helped any bit. 
NASCAR Truck Series winner from O'Reilly Raceway Park, Johnny Benson here in the Freak Nation. And, Johnny, you've got such a surmountable lead. Why don't, why don't you just give up and maybe not run the next couple of races and just see what, see how it goes from can there. They, can yeah. they go do it again? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we, you know, we're, we left Daytona um, in pretty good shape, you know, second or third or whatever it was. And, and then we had our incident at um, Atlanta. And then, of course, we had our little deal at um, – uh, what do you call it, Martinsville, you know, that we've talked about before. You know, I fell almost all the way to ninth. I, why, would I, why would I want to do that again? <laughs> uh, I like where I'm at. <laughs> well, just to make it fair for those other guys, man. You know, don't, don't. Uh, you know what, we've won four, three of the last four races. I mean, I think that's pretty cool. And it's pointed out to me today that we had won two uh, consecutive races for the third year in a row, and that's pretty cool. And, it's um, you know, it's been a great time. I mean, Trip Bruce. It's just done a tremendous job uh, with our team at Bill Davis, and it's it's been a lot of fun. You know, it's been a lot of hard work. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I I, I said before when we when we won Kentucky um, a week or two ago that that was uh, that wasn't as easy as it may have appeared. But and, and this week was no different. You know, I mean, our truck was good, and you know we worked hard. Ron was uh, in the 33 was extremely good all day long. He let you know he actually he led the majority of the race up for the last 30 laps. So. It, um, he he had a great truck, and we were just we were just able to snicker him a little bit and get by him, and uh, and was able to hold the front. So it was uh, a pretty cool day for us. As the voice of your winner in Indianapolis, O'Reilly Raceway Park, Johnny Benson joining us here in the Lucas Oil Studios. I've said it for about four or five times. It feels like I've said it every freaking week. Good luck to you next weekend, Johnny. <laughs> All right, appreciate it, guys. And hey, if we're lucky enough to win in two weeks at Nashville, we'll uh, we'll give you a shout back again. All right. All right, JB. Cool. Get, go get some right, rest. See ya. Yeah, bye. Johnny Benson, NASCAR Truck Series winner, checking in with Lucas Oil, checking in with Speed Freaks on Lucas Oil Studios. Coming up, Tony Schumacher, your winner from NHRA Top Fuel in Sonoma. Paul Tracy, fourth place finisher in Edmonton in the IndyCar Series. And we're really going to get into this topic about these Bush League Goodyear tires that the Cup guys ran in this afternoon at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I like that. Here's your number, 8669-FREAKS, or text the word FREAK to 25827. What the hell did you think about that bush rubber? More FREAKS next. Racer Magazine. Oh, groovy, baby. Hey, where are the white women at? FREAKS. The Brickyard 400 Weekend at Indy, billed as the second biggest race on the entire NASCAR schedule. Oh, congrats, NASCAR. This was the most BS race you've ever managed to have. That according to one of our first texts of the show. Yep, fans are ticked off about this Goodyear failure. Shall we call them bad year tires? It was pretty bad at Indianapolis today for the Brickyard 400, but not so much so for Jimmy Johnson. He managed to make it through the fiasco and held on every 10 laps, having a yellow, et cetera, et cetera. And, well, he won the damn thing. For the last four years, it's been a home improvement-sponsored winner. It's been Jimmy Johnson and Tony Stewart for the last four years and for the last, I believe, six years, is it? Or maybe it's just five. The winner has come only from Joe Gibbs Racing and Hendrick. So congrats to you guys. Celebrations are in order, Jimmy Johnson. Downtown, St. Elmo's Steakhouse. Other winners on the weekend at ORP, you just heard from the truck winner, Johnny Benson and Kyle Busch. 
making it 15 wins out of all three series in one year. That is a record. Scott Speed was a winner in the ARCA series in Berlin. That's Michigan, the teeny tiny track up there. In IndyCar, it was Scott Dixon taking his fifth of the season. And in Atlantics, Jonathan Bomarito and Jonathan Summerton splitting the wins. Good to be named Jonathan. The Freaks. Seven out of ten Danica Patrick fans know the alphabet. <sighs> Whatever. Sleepers. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. This is Budweiser. This is the authentic American lager. This is a recipe used for over 130 years and the freshest beer in the store. This is hand-selected barley malt from the golden fields of the Great Plains. It's a precise blend of two-row and six-row barley for the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is the choicest hops grown in the Willamette Valley in Washington and Oregon and Bonner's Ferry in Idaho. Hops chosen for their aroma, flavor, and character and hand-blended into each brew kettle. This is every batch Beechwood aged for three weeks to produce a -a one-of-a-kind smoothness. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent. You got some tranny problems? Well, then go get yourself some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix. It's non-solvent, formula-stop slip, hesitation, and rough shifting in worn transmissions and completely eliminates most seal leaks. It lowers operating temperatures, stops foaming, and you can use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in any transmission for preventative maintenance. You can also use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shoot by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix today. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. 97.1 This freaking segment is brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You got a high dollar sports car, an SUV, or a light truck? You need some Continental Tires on that bad boy. Log on to ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com and find the right tire for your rig. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. You're back with Statman. Crash, I'm Kenny Sargent. 8669-FREAKS, 866-937-3257. We want you in this discussion about those crap Goodyear tires at Indianapolis Motor Speedway this afternoon in the Sprint Cup Series. You can also text us. Text the word FREAK to 25827. Text the word FREAK to clubs. Crash, go right ahead. Text the word FREAK and then your message to 25827. That's Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent, stat man from the Lucas Oil Studios. And it was just a debacle. What NASCAR and the, the folks around NASCAR should have done was test these tires, these Goodyear tires, with the car of tomorrow in a 
more more simulation of what was going to happen today, not back in April. You heard Statman talking about that. Well, they didn't do it, and you saw what happened. About every 10 laps, they had a competition yellow where the cars came in and changed tires. Cars were blowing up that right rear. They just could not handle what was going on at Indianapolis Motor Speedway with that soft rubber and those Goodyear tires. We've got several coming in here to talk about it with their insight, and I figured this guy could do it. Former Bush Series champion, ESPN commentator, and a guy who's not afraid to mix it up. Would you please welcome Randy LaJoy. What's up there, Randy? Hey, what's happening, Kenny? How about that, man? It woke your ass up to come in the Freak Nation. Oh, well, you know, any time you have Freak Nation around, you got to get on it. Well, LaJoy, <laughs> we heard you calling the, the Bush Series qualifying, excuse me, nationwide qualifying, and of course the nationwide race on ESPN, and then... Then you, you saw what happened today in the Sprint Cup Series. How could this have been prevented beyond just testing? It wouldn't. Uh, testing was the only way that would have prevented that. And the teams that tested tires there, I uh, listened to the Goodyear rep, and he made a good point. Uh, you know, kind of took the blame off of him a little bit. Was put, They put it on the teams that tested there because he says, listen, this is a tire they wanted. Uh, you know, and we thought that the track was going to take rubber. When they tested, they could only go 10 laps without them going down to the courts. Every time they put harder tires on, the drivers complained. You know, but you know, that's where you know, really shouldn't listen to the drivers all the time because they complain all the time about everything. Uh, so, you know, put a harder tire on the thing. I mean, the COT cars are heavier. Their, their center of gravity is higher. And the way they have that ground track uh, for the Indy cars, I mean, those things are 1,500 pounds with a lot of downforce, and, you know, they have a lot of grip. Well, cup cars, I mean, those things are, are like, you know, drifting around those corners. They, they slide a lot. And all it did was just tear the right side tires off that thing. So I think the, the, the four guys that tested tires should be ashamed of, of what they did uh, because they're the ones that wanted the soft tires. Yeah, they're good for 10 laps, but what the hell good is, you know, 16 10-lap races? Uh, you, you, you think we're at Wheatland, Missouri, uh, one of the dirt shows. You know, it, it just wasn't a good show today. Randy, however, their test was in April, and did, did the conditions really match up to what the conditions were today? It's a lot hotter. Bitch. Well, probably it did. Uh, I, I was surprised that they didn't have. They always have an open test at Indy. I mean, it's a three- or four-day test, uh, darn near about a week. Uh, and everybody, you know, they bring two, three cars there. Uh, it's usually one of the biggest events of the year for tests, and they didn't have it this year. Uh, so I don't understand why they wouldn't do that. They would have found out that, you know, the track wasn't taking rubber and all it was doing was grinding the tires, and they would have had to come back with a harder compound. So, uh, you know, I think they learned something today uh, that they're going to need a test there, and obviously they're going to need a different tire. But, you know, on one hand, I'm glad, you know, if they were to run that thing without those cautions every 12 laps or whatever laps that they did, you know, a lot of guys would have been blowing tires and hitting the fence and wiping each other out. So, you know, on one hand, it was they did it for safety. And on the other hand, it killed the show for the fans. NASCAR Bush Series champion Randy LaJoy and, of course, ESPN commentator joined Speed Freak Statman. Go ahead. Randy, you're a former driver. Does that have any impact on your brain or right foot when you know that uh, that tire is going away uh, as you go around the track? Well, I mean, if we know we're going to have a caution in 10 laps and 
Okay. Uh, and that uh, I, I watched an interview with Jimmy Johnson, and they showed one of his tires. And he says, man, Chad told me my tires were looking good. And uh, you can see the guys in front of your tires. If the guy in front of your tire, if you can't see cords in the right rear and you're following them, you got to figure yours are okay. But if they have a 12-lap run, I mean, you got to qualify for 12 laps. Uh, and, you know, because it's a different race face. Uh, I mean, usually you get into a mode, okay, you know, we're going to run 50 laps here. This is going to be our next our next break is when we come in for fuel is 50 laps later. So we're going to run that. And it's a different mindset to run 50 compared to 10. That's for sure. Do you put somebody against the wall, Randy LaJoy, and uh, get some answers even this the next couple of days before they show up at Pocono? Well, I mean, they had a test at Pocono. What happened in Indy is a unique deal because that surface at Indy, how they diamond grind the grooves in that racetrack, no other racetrack has done that. Uh, I'm sure NASCAR is sitting, going to be sitting not only on the plane on the ride home, uh, but, uh, you know, this week in the meetings to say, okay, you know, why did this happen? And we better not let it happen again because the fans aren't going to let it happen again. Randy LaJoy. Before you get out of here and before you sell some of your seats, would you, if you were NASCAR, would you refund money to people at Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Wow, that's a neat gig. Uh, you know, I, I think that's all the racetrack. Uh, you know, it, it probably wouldn't hurt. You know, I mean, I'm not sure. Did, did they refund the year that the Formula One guys pulled out? Yes. I think they did. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you want to keep those guys, you know, why wouldn't you? I mean, True. a lot of people took a hit. You know, I mean, Goodyear made a bunch of darn money today. Uh, they, uh, you know, they, they sold a bunch of tires. So uh, I don't believe the teams uh, got free tires. So, you know, the teams had to spend the money today. So do you get that money that the team spent and give it back to the race fans? Well, you know, I'm sure the race fans that leave there say, yeah, we can fill up my cooler a couple times and bring it on. Before we get to Bob Morgolis with Yahoo Sports and Terry Blunt with ESPN.com, Randy, I don't give a damn if you're on some dirt track in Southern California or up there in Iowa. Those people should be running the LaJoy seats, shouldn't they? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it is going across all the country, whether it was Wheatland, Missouri, the Lucas Oil track. I went to Kansas. Uh, I went to six racetracks in Kansas, did IMCA tour. Following the outlawed dirt guys, the late model series a lot. There's a lot of dangerous guys sitting in race cars out there across the country. They just don't understand that you can get hurt doing this at 35 miles an hour, whether it's the way the seats mounted, the seat belts are mounted. Uh, a lot of these car manufacturers don't put enough bolts in the seats to hold them into the car. If you put a containment seat in the car, you know, the industry knows a containment seat that holds you by your shoulders and holds your head in. If something happens, you have a whole lot better chance of not getting hurt uh, if you have a head and neck restraint on and, and you have a containment seat. Randy, so where should a, they check out to the LaJoy seats? Uh, on the website, you can go to LaJoy Seats or thejoyofseating.com, J-O-I-E of seating. Dot com. Is that like the joy of painting and gardening? <laughs> it, well, it, it, my motorhome is called the Joy Seekers. <laughs> joy Seekers. Very sexy. <laughs> well, man, I hope you sell some seats, but you definitely came in here with a couple of strong takes, and we appreciate that, LaJoy. Go get some rest and go kiss that lovely lady you got waiting on you. Okay, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Randy. Okay, man. All right, Randy LaJoy.
NASCAR Bush Series champion, ESPN commentator coming in here. Now joining us, a guy that's really not afraid to speak his mind. Well, why would he? Would you please welcome from Yahoo Sports, Bob Morgolis. What's up there, Bobby? Hey, man, you got, you got me wedged in between two ESPN boys, huh? Well, it's time for you to drop it out there. You got about four or five minutes to lay it out there and, and, yeah, and well, tell the Freak Nation what you thought of that race this afternoon at Indianapolis Motor well, Speedway. You know what, guys? I mean, you know, I'm I'm certainly not drinking the Kool-Aid, and I'm certainly not going to be a NASCAR shill. But you know, it is what it is. It's not a big shock. This is not the first time Goodyear has missed a target. Not even this year. They missed it in Atlanta. They consistently missed the mark there, and it's unfortunate. You know, I was there for the entire month of May for the Indy 500. I wish. I witnessed Indy cars run thousands of laps on Firestone tires with a lot more downforce, a lot higher cornering speeds on the same track. You can't say the track was made for Indy cars. They run a lot of other cars on there. And there wasn't one tire failure with the Firestone tires. Goodyear missed the mark. End of story. So, you know, I, to address what Randy said, you know, you want me to address each issue? You know, I can address each, each issue that he said. He talked just like a driver. I'll tell you like it really was. Bob Morgolis with, with Yahoo Sports joins us in the Lucas Oil Studios. Go ahead, Crash. Bob, it just really, really irks me because you're exactly right. They had issues at Atlanta. They had issues, at, I believe, at two other tracks this year, just not as severe as Atlanta and Indy. What is their problem? What is their excuse, Goodyear, that is, for not testing and or to NASCAR and their R&D department for not giving the drivers something that they've been begging for, which is a better product, earlier and to avoid this happening? Well, to, to, to answer the testing issue, I asked Chad Knauss about that, and I said, why didn't, why didn't you guys, when you had the opportunity to submit early in the season to NASCAR that, where you could test, you didn't test in, in Indianapolis? And ironically, as big as the race is, they only race at Indy once, and, and testing at Indy, as Chad Knauss said, does not bear a lot of fruit for any place else. So they said, let's go to Pocono. It's, it's a nice um, – it's, it's a nice comparison to Indianapolis. He said, so they went to Pocono, and they tested at Pocono, and it was some help. But I'll tell you what, guys, you know, this whole thing about giving money back to the fans. Listen, you know, I'm a Denver Broncos fan, and I had to watch the Denver Broncos go into the Super Bowl and get blown out. I didn't want my money back because the Denver Broncos got blown out. I've watched football games where my team's gotten, gotten killed because it's been snowy or it's been muddy. They, the team that was able to adapt to the conditions was a team that won, and the teams that were able to adapt to running in short runs, which they should have known because the tires were going to be bad, are the teams that ran up front in the top ten. Yeah, the fans got a little bit ripped off, but unfortunately, it's what happened. It's what, it's what happens sometimes. We just got to move on. Wow. Bob Morgolis, wow. Yahoo Sports, joins us here in the Lucas Oil Studio. Statman, go ahead. I want to go back to what you were talking about. You want to address some of the points that uh, LaJoy made point by point. Uh, which one is left over from uh, that you haven't addressed so far? <laughs> I think I've probably addressed all of them, you know. I mean, the whole thing about, about giving the money back to the fans, I mean, that was done primarily to the Formula One fans because the, the Speedway was concerned they wouldn't come back the following year for the Formula One race. So they went to Michelin, and Michelin said, yeah, we'll help you out with that. Now, keep in mind, at the Formula One race, when they only ran six cars, that was because those mindless idiots who run Formula One wouldn't let Michelin bring another tire. NASCAR, to their defense, did let Goodyear come in with these with these uh, Pocono tires, but... 
They never ran the Pocono tires. They were there, but they never ran them. The ironic thing was it was the first time I can remember in a long time where there was a cup race where the teams were told you have a finite number of tires to use. Usually it's, hey, guys, we got tires, tires, tires. But they were told near the end of the race, guys, you got two more sets of tires to use, and that's it, because NASCAR didn't want to go into the Pocono tires, because that thought they thought, my God, that's maybe open up a real Pandora's box, because everyone's set up for this other tire. So, I mean, I'm not trying to defend NASCAR, but guys, it is what it is, and the guys that adapted to it are the guys that did well. From Yahoo Sports, Bob Margolis joined Speed Freaks in the Lucas Oil Studios. Bobby, as always, thanks for coming in here and putting it, putting it to it Margolis style. I love it, man. <laughs> All right, dude, go get some sleep. <laughs> All right. Say goodbye, oh, yeah, Bob. Absolutely. Hey, I'm still writing. Are you kidding? I'm writing another piece tonight right. about this deal. All right, you bastard. Give, give Speed Freak some run in there. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I, oh, absolutely. Hey, it's always a pleasure to be with you guys. I look forward to seeing you. Maybe uh, NHR or U.S. Nationals? You never Ooh, know. That's hot. All right, Bobby, we'll see you, buddy. I see you guys. Bye. Bob Margolis, Yahoo Sports, joins us here in Speed Freaks Pits. Always good stuff. Oh, yeah. Coming up, Terry Blunt from ESPN.com, who will have a different take on the debacle at IMS, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the Sprint Cup Series, and those just Bush League Goodyear tires. He emailed me, and what he said was one of the worst excuses for a race I've ever seen. And I got news about the Nationwide Series and Mexico for 2009. That's coming up, Speed Freaks Pits. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. From oil stabilizer to fuel treatment to synthetic oils for all makes and models, Lucas Oil has the products to meet your needs. Log on to lucasoil.com now. Lucas Oil, the official lube of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Freak Nation, I know you're familiar with Lucas Oil for your trucks and automobiles, but did you know Lucas has your motorcycle oil too? For years, Lucas has been blending high-performance motor and gear oils for the racing industry. That led to the development of true racing oils that far exceed all manufacturer specifications and can outlast other oils up to four times on the track or on the street. If you're a street cruiser or one that runs it wide open on the dirt, get Lucas high-performance motorcycle oil today. Check out lucasoil.com for more information. Lucas Oil, the official oil of the freaks. You want to have one thing in common with drag racing legend John Force? Get yourself a set of Mac tools. The same Mac tools at the heart of John's 14 funny car titles. You can get them from thousands of independent Mac tool dealers and the Speed Freaks. Just go to speedfreaks.tv. Sign up for our Mac tools mechanic of the month contest and tell us why you or someone you know deserves a set of Mac tools. It's just that easy. The Mac tools mechanic of the month contest at speedfreaks.tv. Check it out. Continental Tire has the right tire for your ride. And if you're looking for some high-performance tires designed specifically for today's sports cars, then a set of Conti Sport Contact Tires are the choice. Did you know Continental currently holds the record for the world's fastest standard production tire, the VMAX? In fact, the entire lineup of Conti Sport Contact Tires deliver great handling and awesome performance you can feel. Find out more at ContinentalTire.com, the official tire of the Freak Nation. This isn't some other beer. This isn't a Bach, an ale, a stout, or a pale. This isn't a cherry wheat or a berry wheat, and it doesn't taste like chocolate. This isn't some trendy microbrew. This is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. 
This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. This freaking segment is brought to you by Speed Zone. Get two hours of unlimited play for only $19.99. That's two hours of unlimited go-karts, dragsters, mini-golf, and video games, only $19.99. Get the coupon for big savings at SpeedZone.com. Speed Zone in the city of industry in Southern California. Speed Zone, the official adrenaline of Speed Freaks. Coming up, we got your Statman Scat. Also, Paul Tracy, IndyCar Series pilot, at least for one race at Edmonton. He should be checking in with us. And NHRA Top Fuel winner, Tony Schumacher, should be with us. We continue our discussion. Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the site of one of the poorest races ever in the history of cup racing. Now joining us here in Speed Freaks Pits from ESPN.com, a good friend of the Freak Nation, Terry Blunt. What's up, TB? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Now, would you argue with me with that? That was one of the worst displays of racing ever? Kenny, I've seen races (laughs) all over the country for over 20 years now. And that is the most embarrassing, worst debacle, a total disgrace. It's not even worth calling it a race. It was that bad. It was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen, and that's not just from me. I've got quotes saying that exact same thing from Dale Earnhardt, from Brian Vickers, from Ryan Newman, from crew chief Steve Addington, from Jeff Gordon, on and on and on. It It was horrible. Okay, Terry, then one of my biggest questions then to to go along with what you just said is I was really upset at watching the broadcast and seeing the team owners and then the post-race interviews on SportsCenter, seeing them be all politically correct. Did somebody get to them in their ear and say, don't you dare say anything on TV about this fiasco? I don't think so, Crash. I think what happens is people tend to be more careful what they say on national TV than what they say to a group of reporters, you know, uh, behind the hauler or in the media room or something like that. So I think it's just a factor of that. But I can tell you, for the most part, uh, the drivers just just were astounded that they had to race it the way they had to race it. Now, let me say in NASCAR's defense that they did the only thing they can do. Once they realized the tires were this bad, they had to call those cautions every 10, you know, those competition cautions every 10 laps because the tires were going to blow. They did the best they could for the safety of the individuals involved in the race. But it never should have come to that. It never should have happened. The fact that they didn't have an open test in Indianapolis the second biggest event of the year was preposterous, and uh, it, they paid for it today. Terry Blunt from ESPN.com joins the Speed Freaks in the Lucas Oil Studios. And, Terry, we got a couple of minutes before we got to go to break. But quickly, what should NASCAR do? Should they refund money to IMS patrons who saw the race this or afternoon? Or Goodyear refund money. Well, you know, Michelin did that in the F1 debacle in 2005 and only six cars raced. Now, you're not going to see that happen here. They might make some kind of gesture for next year or, I don't know, a discount or something. I kind of doubt it. But, but you know, there's a, there's a bigger issue here. I'll, I'll get into this briefly. And that is uh, the fact that this was, a, this, this was the worst-case scenario of a problem that's going on all year, and that is that some of these tracks, this new car and this style of tire, does not work. The 
combination does not work together. And I'm not talking about the tire compound. I'm talking about they need to make a radical change to the tire or they need to let the teams make adjustments to this new car, which they don't do now. Mm. Does Goodyear owe a rebate to the teams for having the race on uh, tires this bad? Well, they might. I mean, you know, it's uh, you know, it's it's debatable. I, I, I like I say, it depends on how many people that were there today, and there were about two hundred thousand there today, are really going to complain about it, and what happens with that? I, I don't think that'll happen because Goodyear's going to say that you know it's just the the factor with the car. And but what and about that, Terry? Have... Terry? Terry? What about to the teams? The teams had to buy these tires, didn't they? Don't oh, they? We're talking oh. about the teams. Yeah, the seventeen hundred dollars a set to the teams. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely think that they'll a refund to the teams. They won't get it. But, yeah, I think they owe them uh, the cost of having to use 10 sets of tires today, which is basically $17,000. So, yeah, but, you know, that's and that doesn't hurt a team like Hendrick, but it hurts a lot of the smaller teams. So I, I sure they owe them some money back. But will they get it? No, of course not. Terry Blunt from ESPN.com. Log on to ESPN.com. Check it out. I'm sure, Terry, you've got something up there already about the race, correct? You bet we do. Of <laughs> yeah, TB. We need to get we need to get you in here more often, man. Thanks for taking time out and coming to the Freak Nation again, buddy. Okay, guys, take care. Terry Blunt, ESPN.com, and his take on what happened at IMS Sprint Cup Series race this afternoon with the good years, or as Crasher said, the bad years. Oh yeah, the Failed. bad good years. Failed. You know, quickly the thing that fascinates me is that Randy LaJoy said that those four teams that did mm-hmm. test said that this even though it wore out for 10 laps they said that that'll be good enough and nobody everybody believed them and it's just a f- fiasco yeah four teams representing 43 I know next segment we're going to get to people's phone calls and texts. I've already got some great texts. If you guys want to chime in on this topic, text the word FREAK and your message. So, again, text the word FREAK and your message to 25827. More FREAKs next. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright Future. Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. Investors, today's economic and political instability means it's more important than ever for you to create financial protection and upside potential. How can you do it? with an investment in gold. I'm Mark Alberian, president of Goldline, the nation's trusted source for gold and silver since 1960. Our clients have seen gold and silver more than double in the last three years, and many experts are predicting even greater increases. We make it easy for you to add gold and silver to your portfolio for as little as $1,000. I'm talking about real gold and silver, shipped to you with no sales tax or delivery fees. Find out how gold can protect you from inflation, a falling dollar, and world unrest. 
Call Goldline right now and I'll send you a free investor's kit and CD. Call Goldline at 1-800-357-1382. Call Goldline right now for your free investor kit and CD. Call 1-800-357-1382. That's 1-800-357-1382. This is Matt Land, the voice of Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Would you like to do something on the weekends other than just cut your grass? Would you like to go boating? Would you like to go golfing? How about spend a day at the races with the family? Well, you can do more of those things when you buy a Dixie Chopper. To find us, visit DixieChopper.com and click on Dealer Locator to find your friendly, fast Dixie Chopper dealer closest to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks is brought to you by Budweiser, the Casey Kane number 9 Budweiser Dodge Charger. Budweiser, great American lager. Coming up, we're going to take your phone calls and get into your texts in regards to the Goodyear debacle at Indianapolis Motor Speedway with the Sprint Cup Series this afternoon. Maybe refund your money if you saw the race at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Well, see if we can get into that. Here's your information. 8669 Freaks is your phone number. 866-937-3257. Or text the word FREAK and your take to 25827. That's 25827. Text the word FREAK. And your freaking opinion about what happened at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And Statman, you can appreciate this. Now, you're a hot rod guy. You've got yourself a, a jacked-up Mustang with some hot, hot rubber on there. Now, if Continental Tires had only gotten involved with the Goodyear Tires, we wouldn't have had this problem. <laughs> there Fo- you go. F- follow me here. Continental Conti Sport Contact VMAX Tires Sprint to a 409-kilometer-per-hour record. Whoa. Continental Tires, Conti Sport Conti VMAX Ultra High Performance Tire set a new record. Jan Fautire of the Porsche Tuners 9FF team took his GT9 Porsche to a speed of 254 miles per hour. These are, these are street tires. Whoa. That's almost as fast as a cup car. Huh? <laughs> he did it with the Ultra High Performance Tire in the Poppenberg Test Circuit in Germany. The run also set a new record for the street legal nine. 987 horsepower race car. The test was also attended by Holger Berkman, Conti Sport Compact VMAX developmental engineer for Continental Tuning. This is the first time that Conti Sport Contact VMAX has exceeded the 400-kilometer mark. Its previous record was set just under a year ago in the Bermudo Audi. But But did they go 10 laps? I'm sure it went before longer it than, than 10 laps yeah, before it started shredding. Yeah, if they were to just... No r- cords showing on those Continental if tires. If they would have just rolled some Continental tires out there in the place of those good years at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, man, this would have been resolved. So, Yeah, maybe they should have stepped outside the, that uh, was a gate two right at, by the uh, the museum and run mm-hmm. out there on uh, Speedway Avenue and go to the nearest Continental yeah. Tire store instead of do their pit stops there instead of in the in the pits. 16th and Georgetown, plenty of tire places up and down there. Exactly. According well, to Marty Smith and all of his freaking sources, oh gosh. the NASCAR Nationwide Series is not going back to Mexico next year. Oh, they that's feel a bad as, decision. They feel as if they've done their job. They've, done, they've ran there, the, what, the last, run there the last four years? I think in Mexico, but they're not going to go back in 2009. Not sure what track they're going to fill it with, but according to ESPN, it may be Iowa and Rusty Wallace. I think I know what's going on. I think IndyCar snagged that from them, out from underneath them, because IndyCar 
It's been rumored that they're heading to Mexico City next year, so that's what it is. But, you know, according to Marty Smith and his sources with ESPN, (laughs) again, the NASCAR Nationwide Series is not going back to Mexico for 2009. I will say this, another schedule announcement, IndyCar, well, it's not officially announced, but it's pretty much a done deal, will not return to Nashville, and instead Toronto will take that place. And Brett Favre is going to the Dallas Cowboys. I just read that. You are so bad. (laughs) Uh, look, I could say according to my sources doesn't mean they're right. That's well, that's true. And Marty Smith says that all the time on ESPN. Red Favre going to the Cleveland Browns. Sources tell me that my sources <laughs> right, we don't said want that it. we don't want it. Everybody always talks about Brett Favre came within one pass of getting to the Super Bowl last year, and I said, "Yeah, his interception." That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of going places, I think Goodyear should just get the hell out of racing. They've left IndyCar. They've left sports cars. I believe they're completely out of sports cars. Right? No, 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 no. no let's not them? get crazy. They just I am going to get crazy. Step they in. need to. Uh, they need they, to freaking spend some money. Well, that's a different issue. But uh, they, they, to have them get out of racing altogether, I think it's telling what uh, Bargola said is that you sit there and watch a month of Firestones at that racetrack with yeah. four times the downforce and, and another 20% of speed, and they never had an ounce problem out of the thing. And uh, somebody somebody's head needs to roll oh, yeah. for Goodyear this year. And if they don't, then that would be telling if nobody is paid, made to answer for you the uh, what's happened at Atlanta and here and, and other places. I mean, there's a reason why Tony Stewart ripped them apart. I mean, his butt is in the seat, and they know these tires. And if nobody is made to answer for the obvious mistakes they've made, then that shows that they don't really care as much as they say they do in a corporate world somebody has to answer for that for those kind of mistakes after atlanta the subject was brought up should there be another tire brand coming into the series like almost every other series has in motorsports i mean heck motorcycles have i think four or five tire manufacturers should another one come in so it gives them friendly competition and i do remember from my indycar experience when goodyear had firestone come in it made things better and they both stepped up their game and i remember people in nascar saying absolutely no way would we ever consider that that's stupid of them to actually say yeah, that. I know. In the, Sucks. In the NHRA last year, Good point. Max was it Max Naylor who showed up with in pro stock showed up with Hoosiers, Hoosiers yeah. and was right. and was on the on the pole quali- fastest qualifier. And then they got mad. And then they got mad and told him that he, he couldn't uh, bring those back. I mean, there, there's a reason why uh, you know good healthy competition improves the breed. And Goodyear's been by itself maybe too long in in NASCAR. Oh, absolutely. There's too much that's happened this year. It needs to stop. We're talking about IMS. What happened at Indianapolis Motor Speedway this afternoon with the Sprint Cup Series and the, well, the 10-lap heat races and Sprint Cup race and really just how pitiful it was, how NASCAR didn't do any testing at the track under these type of conditions with all of the race teams, all the manufacturers. And underlying stat... It's it's money. It's what it's it's their obligation. NASCAR, NHRA. It's what Goodyear's paying them, and, and that's part of the contract. Yeah, you can't bring any other rubber. That's to part participate. of that's, that's an excellent question. I I think money had a lot to do with this. I think that uh, that they had whatever computer uh, uh, simulations that they said that well, if it worked in April, Ugh. we'll tweak this and it'll work in July. And I think that probably like we talked about before the show that I think somewhere along the line, NASCAR said that a test is going to cost. 
uh, $100,000 or half a million right. dollars, whatever. And somebody said, we don't need to spend that money. And Goodyear said, yeah, I mean, it would cost us to bring all those tires. I mean, they had over a million dollars worth of tires there this weekend. So to have them there for a test, probably, you know, half a million or more. And we don't need to spend that money. We got it under control. Again, that's no excuse to me. And I know you guys would agree with me on this. You don't want to spend the money for a tire test. Oh, I don't want to spend a million dollars. But hey, what if somebody dies? Then there's something. Then there's a well, that's massive what, issue. That's and that NASCAR, could happen. That's what NASCAR did with this 10-lap caution. They kept that from becoming an issue where you not only it, let's stop short of, of 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 you know personal injury, but just writing off you know hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars with the machinery. I mean, look what they did to uh, uh, Matt Kins's car. Right. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's a, tens, tens of thousands of dollars worth of machinery. And you, if he'd have hit the wall instead of spinning into the grass, you might have wrote off a half million dollar car. And you multiply that by four or five guys that could have, you know, if you had a, the big one like they do yep. at the restrictor plate tracks, you could have written off millions of dollars worth of, of equipment and, and there's there's no way that saving, you know, a half million dollars in testing is is worth, you know, writing, you know, writing off millions of dollars in machinery. And, you know, forget the injury thing. Obviously, injury is a, a, a significant issue, but uh, something should have been done. And I continue to say in a corporate world, somebody has to answer for this. And if they don't, that shows that Goodyear is not as committed to this as they say they are. Freak Nation, 8669Freaks, 8669373257, or text the word FREAK. To 25827. What should NASCAR have done? Did they do the right thing? Is it Bush League for what they did? Should they refund money to the NASCAR patrons, the NASCAR fans who showed up at Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Text the word freak to 25827 or 8669 freaks, 866 937 3257. Text the word freak to 25827 and how you feel about what nascar should do yes text the way texting works is you got to text the word freak that gets it to us but after the word freak you text us your message what you like what what is your opinion on this are you mad are you happy what's your opinion matt kidseth mark martin dale earnhardt jr jeff gordon they all had something to say about what happened in indianapolis motor speedway here's all four of them here in the speed freaks pits i was bad it's actually uh embarrassing you know really i want to apologize to the fans even though there's nothing the teams could do about it it's just uh pay a lot of money come and see probably the second biggest race of the year and it's just uh it's terrible it was frustrating it wasn't bad you know because they threw the caution they started throwing the cautions soon enough at the beginning it was not soon enough and of course we got caught twice but after uh you know after they kind of got the hang of it and saw that it was going to take uh 10 lap runs only it was okay but this the truth of the whole deal is that was the best show we could put on today. NASCAR did everything right. That's all we could do, aside from loading up and going home. I've never seen anything like it before. You know, I was really hoping it would get better. And it, it was frustrating, you know, I think for everybody involved, everybody watching and everybody here on pit road. I mean, uh, and as a driver, you know, to know that you basically can only go 10 laps. Uh, you know, it was, it was a crazy race. That, of course, is Mark Martin, Matt Kenseth, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Gordon talking about what happened in Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Even ESPN commentators, Rusty Wallace, Brad Doherty, 
had a take on the madness. It was aggravating. Now, the thing I noticed as the race was going on, the lap times were all over the place. You could tell that the guys weren't pushing the throttle as hard as they really wanted to, and they weren't giving that car what it could take. You know, they'd run a little hard, and the tires would wear, and it spooked them off a little bit, but um, we didn't see the speed we needed to see early. We did see it with nine to go with Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, it was aggravating to watch. I mean, they had to stop every ten laps. It was like a heat race. You, know, watch, watch race. you wanted to see these guys get after it and run hard. This is a big-time major event, and you want to see you know, Brad, you said one thing earlier. I think it does that practice session, Adam, that they always used to have would have been key. Well, they would have found out back then yep. if these cars would have That's tested, right. this problem would not have happened. Again, Freak Nation, should Hoosier, should Continental Tire, should General Tire, should other rubber be allowed to come in and compete yes. with Goodyear? 8669 Freaks. That's 866-937-3257. Or text the word Freak and your take. To 25827. Text the word freak and how you really feel to 25827. Let's go to JD. JD in Dallas. You're on with Speed Freaks. Go ahead, JD. Hello, this is uh, JD in Dallas. Um, it's definitely about the money that, that these corporations are fronting. How much do you think Toyota had to front to get into NASCAR? Way too much. <laughs> definitely. And, you know, I don't know uh, what the finance of these tire companies look like, but they, they definitely should make it easier for the competition of uh, these domestic tire makers. So you think that they should not make it easier for a competitive tire to come in and, and compete with Goodyear? No, they should make it much easier. Oh, easier. Okay. Especially if it's going to improve the race quality. So the series should actually maybe give back or, or, or take a, not quite as much money from a specific manufacturer and maybe take some more money from two or three manufacturers to compete for the tires. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. J.D. checking in from Dallas. Anything to improve the racing. J.D. checking in from Dallas. Crash, you got some texts? I agree with J.D., though. they got to have somebody else in there. We've seen too many problems this year and in years past. Yeah, the the first text we got at the beginning of the show was just great. Again, text the word FREAK and your message, your opinion on this to 25827. That's 25827. Congrats, NASCAR. This was the most BS race you've ever managed to have. You have competition cautions for the entire race. That's a complete joke. The world just saw how amateur NASCAR is to any other racing series out there. Goodyear needs to test or get out of the sport. The fans should have stormed out of Indy like they did in 05. It wasn't a race. This was a disgrace. And, of course, is texting. I got more. Go ahead, Crash. Okay. From, it looks like Boston. Today's Brickyard was the most pathetic race I had ever seen. Another one, give Goodyear a break. They have had tire problems in more than one race this year. Maybe they're just trying to do that throughout the year and set a new record. Oops. <laughs> okay. But it, but did Terry Blunt and Grasher, you brought it up. This tire problem, well, with the car of today, it's been an issue the entire year. Yeah, but I, you know, I some I places was worse sit, than others. I was sitting here thinking about that, Kenny. I don't know that uh, the car, the car today, the COT car. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's this, everybody has the same car. They've raced with it last year for was sixteen events. This year it's been sixteen or seventeen. They've basically gone through a whole season. You know, enough with the blaming the car. So true. Good, you know, good you know, point. enough with good that. Point. Everybody's got the same car. They've tested it. They've used it, and they said, "So, all right, the car has a higher roll center. The car gets through, it's slower. You've got that big wing in the back. We've seen enough good and an, a, enough good and enough bad of the thing. It's it's a car. The the one." Um, uh, variable today was the tire, and it was it was unconscionable what they asked the guys to do with that tire. And when you, again, when you look at what other 
cars have done with with a tire on that same track uh, yeah. with more downforce, with more speed. They were able to do something. And if Goodyear is going to continue to without having to answer to anybody, you know, it's to say that we paid our money, like Reagan said, I paid for this microphone. Yeah. If <laughs> if Goodyear is going to say I paid to be here, but they're not going to give them a decent tire to run on, then Goodyear needs to answer for that and and kick them out. Don't let them bid on whenever their contract is up. Don't let them bid again. Freak Nation eighty six sixty nine freaks eight six six nine three seven thirty two fifty seven. Text the word freak and your message to two five eight two seven. And this is in comparison. All right, you pay hundred bucks to see an NFL game, an NFL game maybe three and a half, four hours. What if between all right, the change of the ball, the NFL took maybe a twenty or thirty minute timeout? Made you sit around there for six or seven hours. Twenty or thirty minute timeout? Yeah, just sit around there. You the action's getting going. Your team scores, and they say, uh, "Okay, we're going to wait about twenty minutes before we kick off the ball." What if it happens in baseball? Of course, you have nine innings, then every third inning. Oh, damn, man. The baseball just isn't performing. We need to go do some tests on it. So why don't you go buy some candy, some popcorn, and a big-ass cold beer, and we'll get back at you in 30 minutes. Yeah, or better yet, Good after point. every touchdown, the, the, the all the players had to sit down and change shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the same thing. Maybe changing, it's the beer talking. Yeah, I mean, changing would, your rubbers. Yeah, it's the same would, thing. That would be the – that would be no, – nobody in the football – would stand for that you know everybody says all right time out let's right. go change your shoes would you not ask for a refund if this bs happened to you at a basketball game nfl baseball game would you not ask for a refund Eighty six sixty nine freaks or text the word freak in your message to 25827 and minimally i think that the teams if i was a team i'd be banging on whoever my oh yeah Goodyear representative is. Uh, there's no mm-hmm. way that I'm going to, you know, I did, <laughs> you're going to pay me a rebate. If not on those tires, you're going to give me a rebate on future tires that I buy free from Pocono you. Tires. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to free tires next week because there's no way that I should have to pay for this. You know, it's your mistake that I had to run through 10 sets of tires right. at $17,000 or $20,000. There's no way that uh, I should have to pay for that. I'm getting excited just saying that. Listening, or actually, here's another text. This is from Phoenix. Listening to the teams, I think they're referencing what I said earlier. There must have been a pre-race meeting where they all handed in their balls. Good day for Goodyear, though. The teams had to buy those crappy tires. Nice. And that's just what Statman was saying. Those teams need a refund. And expanding on what Stat was talking about, what the hell were you talking about? I, I had a comeback for it. What, were, what the hell were you talking <laughs> Sorry, about? Sorry, my text got the, in the way. The uh, uh, rebate for the, for the teams yes. or the, everybody yeah. changing their shoes after a touchdown? It, you get set. You get. You get in the mode of whether you're watching a cup race or you're watching golf. You just know the routine, and and when it becomes such such a difference of what you're used to seeing. I mean, you're used to seeing some, and we bitch and moan about this when you, they go 70, 80 laps without a caution, and we fall asleep. Now they're going ten laps, but still, you saw you saw very little competition oh. for. $75, yeah, $100, $400, depending on what you paid yeah, for. Yeah, the whole race was about, you know, the tires and whose tire was going to blow up. And, I mean, that that was dangerous, Very. the tires that I saw when they were – they and I was I was in 
it was unconscionable that some of the... You know, I like that word, by the way. You've said it a couple of times, and it sounds really good. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it just made no sense when they said that the they, they looked at a tire, and the cord was showing, and the, yeah. everything, and they said, well, that looks better than it did before. And that's insane. Again, it was just, I think, political BS and, and trying to say the correct thing on TV broadcast. Yeah, bad. Yeah. Bad. Brad Doherty actually stepped out there and had something to say about it. That was cool for him to step out there. You know, you you notice that people that people that are a little more financially uh, set can afford to say things if they're not dependent on NASCAR to uh, you know to have some sort of impact on their income, like. Brad Doherty, who made his money in the NBA, or Scott Speed, or Juan Pablo, who made their money in F1. You know, they could tell NASCAR, that's, yeah, you know. Screw you. This is what I think, yeah, and I don't right. care if you like it or not. All right, folks. We're going to talk about a little open wheel racing that went off in Edmonton, Canada. Yesterday afternoon, and there was, there was some rubber issues. There's some tire issues with the race, and we'll talk to one of the guys that a lot of folks... Didn't figure to finish in the top 20. So what did he do? Took his big old Canadian finger and said, <laughs> and put three next to it. I got a four spot. That's Paul Tracy, champ car champion, IndyCar pilot for at least one race. Paul Tracy. And the guy shoots his freaking lawnmower because it won't start. It's coming up next. Speed Freaks Pits. You wouldn't This freaking segment is brought to you by Speed Zone. Get two hours of unlimited play for only $19.99. That's two hours of unlimited go-karts, dragsters, mini-golf, and video games, only $19.99. Get the coupon for big savings at SpeedZone.com. Speed Zone in the city of industry in Southern California. Speed Zone, the official adrenaline of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. At Continental Tire, they have the right tire for your ride. The Continental Contact Series of tires are available for whatever you drive. High-performance sports car, touring sedan, minivan, light truck, or SUV. Protect your most valuable assets, you, your family, and your vehicle. Demand quality, demand performance, demand Continental. To find a retailer near you, visit ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude on the street, at the track, or in the backwoods. Mopar rides with you. After all, Mopar is family. Listen. Are you worried about record oil prices or the BS going on in the housing crisis or what you could do to protect your backside against recession or inflation? Consider an investment in gold. Just call Goldline for a free investor's kit, 800-352-1382. Gold has gained, what, maybe an average of 20% per year since 2001, and gold still remains well below its all-time high when adjusted for inflation. With as little as 1000 bucks, baby, you can add real gold to your portfolio. That's actual gold.
gold shipped directly to you. Gold could help you diversify your investments, and you could do it with one of the nation's oldest and largest gold dealers. Call 800-357-1382, and Goldline will send you a free gold investor's kit and DVD. Call right now. You'll also get a coupon for free delivery of your first order. Don't be an a-hole and delay. Call Goldline right now. 800-357-1382. This freaking segment is brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You got a high-dollar sports car, an SUV, or a light truck? You need some Continental Tires on that bad boy. Log on to ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com and find the right tire for your rig. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. You're back with the Freaks. Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Crash, you got a couple more texts in regards to the bad Goodyear debacle at IMS? The bad years. You got it. One from St. Louis. Guy says, I would demand a refund if this BS happened. It's just BS. It's not fair. Here's another guy, one of our friends here in Los Angeles. I got a solution for those tires. Liposuction the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Liposuction the fat from all the spectators and use that as the new rubber for the bad years. Bitch. And finally, just got another one right before the break ended. Allstate really got ripped off. That is I am depressed. Title sponsor for this pathetic excuse for a race that we had today in Indianapolis. Coming up, Paul Tracy grabbed him a four spot in Edmonton in the IndyCar race. And, of course, former Champ Car champion. He's going to be in here momentarily. But first, man shoots his lawnmower, police say. 56-year-old out of Milwaukee and, and our big-ass Milwaukee affiliate. Listen to me here. You guys listen to the Freak Nation. 56-year-old Milwaukee man is accused of shooting his lawnmower because it wouldn't start. Keith Walandowski told police he felt he had a right to shoot his mower. Walandowski told police he felt he had a right to shoot his damn mower, he says. He's, he's been charged with a felony possession of a short-barreled shotgun or rifle and misdemeanor disorderly conduct while armed. According to the criminal report, Walandowski says he was angry because his lawn boy, what are you driving a piece of crap, little whiny ass lawnmower like that, you happy bastard? Because his lawn boy wouldn't start Wednesday morning. He told police, I can do that. It's my lawnmower, my yard, so I can shoot it if I want. A woman who lives at Walandowski's house reported the incident. <laughs> she says he was intoxicated. Well, no oh, ass. Oh, really? <laughs> that son of a bitch would have grabbed a Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. He wouldn't be shooting his damn lawnmower. In fact, yeah, he, he couldn't needs to, catch it. In fact, he needs to call this guy. Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper. You, you call Matt Land a Dixie <laughs> Chopper there, Walandowski in Milwaukee, and they'll take care of you. Well, you got to fork over some scoots, but they'll take care of you with a damn Dixie Chopper, and you'll get your lawn done, and then you can drink your damn beer. Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper. Of course, the official <laughs> mower of the Freak Nation. We know Hey, a little... this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Look at wheels. He just... <laughs> Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper. In fact, that kind of sounds like Wallandowski out of Milwaukee. <laughs> hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper. Oh, all of you guys listening in on WSSP, 1250 AM, Milwaukee Sports Leader. Oh, yeah. Somebody had to have seen that. So get rid of that little whiny-ass, wimpy, three-wheeling, happy lawn boy and grab a Dixie Chopper next time, Wallandowski. Paul Tracy, do you still mow your lawn? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Really? I don't even own a lawnmower. What was, yeah, when was the last I, time? When was the last hey, time that, that champ Land, car champion mowed his lawn? Oh, uh, it's been a long, 
been a while. I don't have that much of a yard because I live on a you know on a golf course and I got a pretty small backyard. So yeah, all you do is rearrange the dirt out there in Vegas. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here in the Freak Nation, Champ Car Champion, of course, driving the IndyCar race there at Edmonton this afternoon, or yesterday afternoon. Paul Tracy joins us. And, Paul, is it true that some of your former co-workers at Forsyth Racing said that they did not they did not think you were going to do this well? And in fact, they had money that you wouldn't finish, what, in the top 20? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, one of those sad things. You know, there's some engine, you know, some guys out there, working on other teams that are still working for Forsyth and uh, one of those being an, an ex-engineer of mine and uh, there's a couple guys I'm, he's friendly with on at Vision and Walker Racing and I guess on the flight out to uh, to uh, Edmonton he said oh there's no way you guys are even going to get close to the top top 20 you know oh. because they haven't been able to so uh, they made made some wagers on it, and my guys won some money. Unfreaking believable! I, you know what though? I know where I read this earlier today. It said that it motivated you. Hell yes, that would motivate me a heck of a lot more as well. Well, I already had enough motivation going in. You know, obviously, I didn't get a lot of preparation time. You know, you guys uh, and I talked just a few weeks ago, and I really didn't have anything going on. And that was only a few weeks ago. And you know, I, I really only got about four or five days notice that this thing was going to happen. And I was in, in England uh, when I was, you know, got a phone call and said, hey, you know, we're going to do this deal. Can you come make a seat? And flew back the, ne- the same day uh, to Indy to make a seat and uh, came home to Vegas and, you know, started riding my bike and training real hard. And, you know, I had to leave for Edmonton on Tuesday. So I, I really only got about, a, you know, five days preparation for for the race and you know it all worked out pretty good you know obviously it's, it started out the race pretty cautious and just getting into a uh, into a groove and then as the race went on you know i made some passes in the middle and and you know kind of paced myself again and then was ready for the big push at the end when you when they turned me loose on the fuel and was able to go as quick as as we needed to Paul Tracy, IndyCar Series pilot, well, at least for this weekend, joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. Paul, there are some Champ Car fans out there that pretty much think you're driving for the devil if you're driving with Paul, with Paul George, with Tony George, with Vision Racing there at Edmonton. Well, I mean, you know, there was a time, you know, when those the two leads being separated, uh, you know, everybody's got, uh, you know, the side that they, that they want to believe, but, you know, obviously Tony started his own, thing and he had his own idea of what he thought was going to work for for open wheel racing and champ car had their own ideas of what was going to work for racing and at the end of the day it wasn't tony george that ran ran their company out of business that was you know the guys at champ car that ran themselves out of business so you know he was able to pick up the pieces from that and and make it one one series and i'm not trying to drink the kool-aid but you know, Tony George wasn't running champ. He wasn't running champ car. So, at the end of the day, now there's there's only one open wheel series in in North America. And, you know, I'm an open wheel driver, and that's what I do. You know, I, I like racing NASCARs and I like racing off road trucks. But my whole career has been in open wheel racing, and and that's what that's my first love. So this is the it's the only game in town. Like it or like it or hate it. You know, Paul Tracy, uh, one good thing about what happened this weekend 
was that Vision Racing, they, for whatever reason, they don't finish in the, you know, the top, the front of the line too often. So you showed that they are, they do put out good machinery, and are, the cars are able to run uh, at the front of the line. Is this a one-shot deal for you, or are you going to do some more towards the end of the year? Brilliant. I don't know. I'd like to, uh, you know, obviously they went the whole weekend went better than we all could have imagined it going. The team, Derek's team, did a great job with the car, and they got a lot of help from Tony's team getting that car prepared and ready to go to Edmonton. You know, and I think if you look historically, I, I think they've got a measure of vision racing of where they're at. And, you know, their cars are not so bad on the road courses. You know, and Brian Herta is work, working with, you know, Ed and, and, and AJ's son on uh, on that. And, you know, but they had nothing to compare to, you know. They had no telemetry to look at, nothing to compare in terms of lap time, you know, how to improve. You know, you're saying, okay, you got to do this and you got to do that. But, you, you know, it's hard to, hard. you know, when you look at a, a telemetry trace, it's it can make it easier. So I came in and, you know, we were quick right out, right out of the box. And, you know, and I can tell you that Ed and, and AJ, they, they got better drastically throughout the weekend and I think if you look at their results you know I got fourth but I think AJ got 12th and Ed got 13th yeah. so you know that's I think that's the best they've ever finished on a road course they were on the lead lap they didn't get lapped like five times like they did at the beginning of the year so you know they finally got a comparison and, and uh, of what they need to do and they improved. Paul Tracy IndyCar Series pilot this weekend Edmonton grabbed him before spot Paul Tracy I know you you follow NASCAR and you saw what happened in Indianapolis Motor Speedway with the tire issue you as a driver you've run in NASCAR in the the Bush series and some trucks and so forth and of course with your champ car championship when there's such a tire issue going into a race where there hasn't been testing like that from a driver's standpoint from different series how would you approach this race differently being a cup driver well I don't know I mean I, I find it unacceptable you know, I can understand that if, uh, you know, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway likes to do this diamond cut thing and, you know, and, and with the Formula One race, you know, you've got two tire manufacturers that had a problem at that race and they had to, to bail out. You know, Michelin being based in France, uh, Bridgestone being based in Japan, they didn't test, they didn't have a, they didn't come over to look at the track, but I think it's unacceptable that Goodyear who is in Akron, Ohio, which is 150 miles from Indianapolis, didn't have the, you know, the, the, didn't have the audacity to come over and take a look at the track and come with a proper tire when they're 150 miles away. Wow. So uh, I think, you know, NASCAR does an unbelievable job of, you know, damage control and, and spin. But any other series, if it had been champ car, everybody was saying, oh, it's the end of the series, you know, if something like that was to happen, you know, so... I mean, it's uh, to put on a race like that where you can only run six to eight, ten laps and, and tires are falling apart and exploding. And it, you know, I mean, I saw Kenseth's car; the tire exploded so bad it destroyed half of the car. You know, so I think it's. Uh, I think competition would really set a big light bulb off there. So if Goodyear had some competition and had to step up, then you'd probably see a better tire. But they don't have to. They just keep getting excuses made and and NASCAR keeps saying it's okay they're our tire supplier there and I guess you know how many races over how many years have 
they've been having tire problems. It's just gone on for a long time. J.B. McMurray, NASCAR Sprint Cup pilot, was asked what, as a fan, what would he have done differently or what did he see out in the track, you know, if he was a fan. And, of course, as his ever-responding attitude is, I'm not a fan. I'm a driver. I drove the damn race. Okay, Paul Tracy, you as a fan, what should NASCAR do to you if you paid $400 to bring you and your two or three kids to the race and you saw, as Statman said, basically yeah. heat races? Well, you got what? I don't even know how much the lap race was 140, 60 laps, and yeah. you got 10 lap segments with a competition yellow every 10 laps. I mean, I guess I would, I guess I would expect to see, you know, like what they did in the form, Formula One race, and give everybody a ticket to the next race or whatever, you know, or compensate everybody, you know, what they that they didn't really see a race, they saw, you know, a basically a parade until the last, you know, 10 10 laps of the race. So speaking of Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Paul Tracy, before you leave, 50-50, your chances of running the Indy 500 and maybe a full season next year in the IndyCar? I don't know. You know, we'll see what happens. I think, I, you know, the door got cracked open for me this weekend to make an impression, and I think we kicked the door down. So I would be very surprised if something doesn't pan out in the future for IndyCar racing. I've got the truck race coming up in Vegas. Uh, there's... Derek had a lot of sponsors there that were on the fence uh, talking about, you know, doing something this year, next year. Uh, we had a lot of good meetings over the weekend. Obviously, Subway was over the moon with the TV coverage and press that they got. So uh, I know that there's talks going on with them, and we'll just have to, uh, you know, see what, what happens. Oh, the Freak Nation's fingers are crossed. I and would love to see that. Paul, I'll say the same thing to you that I said when Casey Mears went through his issues years ago. If there's no room for a Mears, if there's no room for a Paul Tracy, an American open wheel, the entire series is, is uh, uh, defunct or uh, a waste of time. It, it, you can dismiss the whole series if there's no room for a Paul Tracy. Damn right. Well, I think, uh, you know, like I said, you know, I don't think they really thought they would have needed me, but, you know, I think in the in the push there for Edmonton, they realized they needed me for that race, and I think I sold a lot of tickets for them, and I put on, you know, and the team put on a great show, and maybe that's going to, you know, give us an opportunity to go racing again. Paul, well, thanks Scott. for coming back, man. We, we appreciate you coming to the Freak Nation, oh, yes. buddy. Okay, thanks, guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Real right. quick quote from Scott Dixon, your right. race winner. He said, bloody good to have Paul back. We really need him in the series. Yeah, I think we all agree. Good to get PT back in the open wheel series, the open wheel series. Yes. When we continue, Mike, we're going to get your phone call and a few of your texts in regards to the bad years. Yes. <laughs> that poor rubber that ran at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Got your stat man, Scat. And Tony Schumacher, NHRA top fuel winner again. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits. Good evening, my fellow citizens. It's a man to provide guidance to Hey, do you notice Scott Speed is having success in his transition to stock cars? Last night, he won his second Arca race on a Michigan short track. The Saturday night short track win on a small four-tenths of a mile speedway is a long way from any F1 venue in Speed's path. He even beat Arca icon Frank Kimmel last night. In fact, Scott Speed is ahead of Kimmel in season points and only 55 out of first. He can make that up next weekend when Arca stops at Pocono with the Cup guys. Wouldn't that be convenient in front of the Cup team owners like Roger Penske, who's looking for a new driver?
drive. Most drivers who've been to the F1 mountaintop arrogantly believe they can drive anything and they're ready to Danica anyone who gets in their way. But Speed has told the Speed Freaks and he's indicated to everyone watching that he's content learning how to drive a master stock car truck and winning in the meantime isn't bad for the ego either. Scott, Speed, and Patience. Who would have thunk it when he literally was banging around in those F1 cars? Peace. This freaking segment is brought to you by Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Try one out today at your local Dixie Chopper dealer. To find the closest dealer to you, go to DixieChopper.com. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of Speed Freaks. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. $4 gas making your life miserable? Certainly giving me the blues, but the freaks are coming to your rescue. We're offering free replays of Speed Freaks broadcasts available on demand 24-7 from iTunes. Subscribe at iTunes or SpeedFreaks.tv. You'll be notified whenever there's new audio or video on the Jags media page. Then go to iTunes and download away. Think about that. The next time you pump in that $4 gas. If you don't believe it, go to SpeedFreaks.tv. It's all there. Where else can you get free stuff these days? Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent giving you the guarantee to stop your leaks in power steering units with Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak or your money back. It corrects rack and pinion problems, and Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak is totally effective in reducing slack, squeals, and hard spots in worn rack and pinions. Your results will be immediate. You guys got Tony Schumacher on line one. Wasting your time and money? Get Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak, guaranteed to stop seal leaks in power steering units or your money back. Swing by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak today. This isn't some other beer. This isn't a Bach an ale, a stout, or a pale. This isn't a cherry wheat or a berry wheat, and it doesn't taste like chocolate. This isn't some trendy microbrew. This is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Bopar is more than the OE supplier in parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge. Bopar's imprint is rooted in the biggest names of motorsports. Casey Kane and Don Schumacher Racing, Big Daddy Don Garland, Stifting Champion Sam Huvenet, and more. It's a family of teams and drivers representing the awesome attitude and culture that Mopar has come to symbolize. You got a Chrysler, Dodge, or Jeep in your stable? Then do what the pros do and go with authentic Mopar parts. Log on to Mopar.com to find out more. Mopar, the performance in Speed Freaks. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. From oil stabilizer to fuel treatment to synthetic oils for all makes and models, Lucas Oil has the products to meet your needs. Log on to lucasoil.com now. Lucas Oil, the official lube of speed freaks. Oh, yeah. Before we get to your NHRA top fuel champion in the last 15 years, Tony Schumacher, <laughs> let's go to Mike in Laguna Beach, California. Mike, you're on with the freaks. Go right ahead, Mike, quickly. Hello to my good friend, Stad Kevin. <laughs> and, of course, that fine piece of crash. <laughs> it's an unbelievable show once again. But boy, that PT, he drove that track like it was made out of Joe Forsyth's skin. That <laughs> son of a gun. Yeah. How are you guys? We're doing awesome, we man. Good. We got we got NHRA Top Field Champ waiting on the phone. Damn it. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you go. It's a great show. I have, a, I have an appointment tomorrow morning with my Goodyear rep to introduce him to my driving shoe. Up his ass. <laughs> Arrivederci. <laughs> oh, what? how are you? 
<laughs> Tony Schumacher, NHRA Top Fuel winner from Sonoma, joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. Man, we got some crazy bastards in here tonight, Schumacher. Man, I'll tell you what, that, that was pretty funny. What was it? A, a what, did he, what did he just call her? I have no idea. You Great actually. piece of crash? What? Jesus, <laughs> man. The tasty piece of crash. Hey, Schumacher, we, we, got about, we got about 180 seconds to, to do it up with you real quick. Real quick, what the hell? So this Hot Rod Fuller Schumacher thing is back at it again? Oh, I don't, whatever, you know. Just I ran him one of the four people that I had my mindset on. You know, I, I watch it happen time and time again. These guys go out and they focus on our car, and that's fine. But you got to win four rounds. You, if you beat me, cool, man, but you still got three other rounds. You need to keep your mind on the car you're racing. And I just get tired of hearing it. It's like, you know, great. Everyone wants to beat, against, beat the guy who won the championship, and that's fine. But you can't make it something that's not. I mean, i got a rivalry right now. i got guys in number two. Uh, Anton Brown driving the car better than Hot Rod, you know, and he's harder to beat. So right, right now, that's my rival. I mean, uh, nothing personal to Hot Rod. He does a great job. The car's fast, and we took a championship last year. But the fact is, right now, I live in today, man. I'm trying to beat the guys I need to beat today to win. Well, you've beat them all in the Western Swing, dude. You, are, When's the last time somebody did the Western Swing in Top Fuel? Uh, you last year, maybe? <laughs> uh, no. We, last year, we got beat in uh, Denver. We won Seattle and Sonoma. It's uh, Corey Mack, uh, Dixon, those guys did it. And I think Joe Amato won in the Western Swing and Top Field. It's pretty tough field to do. I think a couple guys in Pro Stock, and I'm sure Forrest did it at some point in, uh, in Funny Car. Tony so, Schumacher, NHRA Top Field Champion and winner from Sonoma, joins us here in the Lucas Oil Studio. Stat, go ahead. Uh, Tony, the drag racing has had some issues with Goodyear tires, and uh, the NH NASCAR has had some issues today. You think maybe Goodyear needs to have a little competition along the line to improve the breed? Well, you know, I think at, at different times we thought that I, I was so comfortable with the tire they have now. I didn't. Who won the Who won the Britcher? Man, I wouldn't even watch it. I, I was so busy trying to beat these guys and live up to my rivalry. Derek Cope. I don't even know what happened. Yeah, Derek oh. Cope won. No, what, what, what was the, what had? Where did my Army car finish, man? What did Mark Martin do? <laughs> Oh, Mark was supposed to be up top. He didn't. He didn't do as well as he thought he was going to do. Actually, when you watch it, you will. If you can stop yeah. laughing, I will be surprised. They basically ran <laughs> 10 laps and then had to put up a yellow throughout the entire race. The tires were awful. I mean, in between rounds, I'd pop up and watch it, and it was costing the whole time. It was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that what happened? Is that right? The oh, tires yeah. were just. Well, you know, in, in that situation, and you know, you can't. You can't badmouth a company that does so much that if they left, we wouldn't have reason. On the other hand, competition makes things better. We all know that. It's just uh, it's the way it is. It was like that for, for 60 years. I, I bet you 50 years in drag racing before it kind of went solely to Goodyear. But, yeah. you know, it's... Uh, and on that, hey, Schumacher, and on that note, we got to go to break, my friend. Dude, you, you're so right. Competition breeds, well, better competition, man. It does. Yeah. Uh, go enjoy the Budweiser, my friend. Thanks for coming to the Freak Nation, T.S. You bet. I'm sorry I blew you off last time. I won't happen again. <laughs> All right, dude. Tony Schumacher, okay. NHRA Top Fuel winner from Sonoma, joins us in here for Crash Gladys. AJ, Triple F, Wheels. I'm Kenny Sargent. Remember, shoot the juice to the moose to Statman. Cut it loose. See ya. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. This isn't some other beer. 
This isn't a Bach, an ale, a stout, or a pale. This isn't a cherry wheat or a berry wheat, and it doesn't taste like chocolate. This isn't some trendy microbrew. This is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. You don't need an MBA in agronomy to know it's lawn mowing season. You may need an SFA, a speed freak alert, to know it's time to cut your grass with the world's fastest, cleanest, fuel-efficient lawn mower on the planet. The Dixie Chopper LP3000, the first and only production propane mower in the industry. It utilizes alternative fuel and cuts down emissions. Get off your grass, grab one today. For more information, log on to DixieChopper.com, the official mower of speed freaks. Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for Fathead Sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead Sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well, not such a big head. Fathead Sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation. Continental Tire has the right tire for your ride. And if you're looking for some high-performance tires designed specifically for today's sports cars, then a set of Conti Sport Contact Tires are the choice. Did you know Continental currently holds the record for the world's fastest standard production tire, the VMAX? In fact, the entire lineup of Conti Sport Contact Tires deliver great handling and awesome performance you can feel. Find out more at ContinentalTire.com, the official tire of the Freak Nation. Now you 